It is now 13 minutes past six on your Friday morning. Producer Sam, any word from Coldplay or the record label about, <laughs> oh, no. about the error yesterday uh, with the uh, Christmas lights being sent to Matt Dyson? Please they've sent one in. No, nothing from them. No. Just I noticed that they're scheduled here before half past. Oh, are so they great? I have to make a little bit of a change to, the, to yeah. the scheduled music. <laughs> don't want to be... Oh what, are you going to drop them? Contributing to their PRS payments <laughs> during the festive period if they're going to send you a Christmas gift and yeah. not me. Yeah. Do you know who's really upset by this? Who? <laughs> Sarah Jane. Is she? Oh, no. Oh. I told this story. She You're was like, fan. the amount of breakfast I've made for that man, <laughs> the amount of times I've taken into account his ketchup Look, to mustard ratio in the veggie sausage sandwich. It's, it's not my fault who Coldplay choose to send stuff to, is no, it? I can't be... I'm not in control what, what of that. You, what you do, what Sarah Jane was saying anyway, and she's a very powerful enemy to have as a husband. <laughs> as a husband, let me tell you, I know that as a, for a fact. She made a very yeah. powerful enemy uh. there. I know this isn't very festive, what we're talking about, but she thinks you should have gone, clearly, having known them for 20 years, Dave, this is meant for you. There's an admin <laughs> error here. Please, well, I, I mean, please I, take I, this instead. I would have done that, Sergio, but it's clearly it's written in pen to me. Chris Martin's written it to Matt. I just don't my know My favourite guy. He didn't put that. I don't uh, know and then happened. he's signed by all the band. He's yeah, like, all the band. It would be, it'd be useless for you. I mean, if it's any consolation, I burnt one of the candles, the Coldplay candles yesterday, the Christmas lights candles. Right. Me and it was, it didn't have a scent, so it's not scented, so it's just a plain <laughs> candle. So, you know, I was a bit disappointed I'm, I'm, I'm by not that. Feeling any better, I'm a bit disappointed. <laughs> that doesn't soften the blow. No, thanks, Emma. Right. I'm just going to quickly text Sarah Jane what you just said, then see if it softens the blow for her. I'll wake her up at quarter past six as well because she probably got oh. didn't get much sleep. Evie was crying last night. I know I'm certainly tired, I'm frazzled actually. <laughs> Maybe I would have liked to have lit a candle just yeah. to oh, help yeah. create exactly. a soft glow. Actually, made it worse. Yeah, yeah. it would have been Snubbed nice to have by that. The cold but I don't have a candle, so either I've got to sleep in the pitch black or I've got to have all the lights on. If there was some only some kind of middle ground I could have been sent <laughs> by a band that I've known for many years and that I play regularly on the radio. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, well, hopefully uh, <laughs> we'll play the song and you can enjoy the music, you know, because they've given us the I'm gift of music. going to enjoy their they've music They've given again. us all the gift of music, so that'll be some consolation for you when Christmas Lights comes on. No, no, I'm, I'm, no it's not even Christmas Lights, it's in my place. Oh, yeah, <laughs> which is where all the decorations should be, in my place, <laughs> not, not in yours. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show with Wix. Wix Trade Pro members get 10% off everything with no minimum spend. Always cheaper with Wix Trade Pro. 6.37 on your Friday morning, which means... There are only seven sleeps till Santa. Seven. And as we hurtle towards the big man's arrival, our good friends with DIY and Christmas Benefits Wix want in on the action. So right now, at Wix, you can shop their range of perfect Christmas gifts, all under £50. This includes workwear, screwdriver sets, power tools. That's Evie's Christmas list sorted, let me tell you. And to celebrate this wonderful fact, we're giving you the chance to get your hands on a £250 Wix gift card in time for Christmas. So, Matt and I have been getting into the festivities early, and before we came on air this morning, we decided to pull a Christmas cracker or two. However, it seems like these crackers must have fallen off the back of a lorry, Matt, because all the punchlines to the jokes are missing. Oh, no. Who'd have thunk Disaster. it? So, if you fancy winning yourself that gift card, all you need to do is give us the punchline to this Christmas cracker joke. Why does Noddy wear a hat with a bell on it? No, not that one. Sorry, that's from a different thing. <laughs> here it is. Here it is. Uh, what happened 
to the man who stole an advent calendar. What is the punchline to that joke? What happened to the man who stole an advent calendar? If you think you know the punchline, you'd like to win the gift card, call right now. 0330-123-1215. That's 0330-123-1215. All the T's and C's are online. And lines will close. Producer Sam at... 6.43. Thank you. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show with Wix. Right now at Wix, Venezia Oak 12mm laminate flooring is just £9 a square metre with Wix Trade Pro. Always cheaper with Wix Trade Pro. So right now at Wix, you can shop their range of perfect Christmas gifts all under £50, including workwear, screwdriver sets and power tools. And celebrate this fact, we're giving away a £250 Wix gift card in time for Christmas. And joining us right now on Line One, we have Gab. Good morning, Gab. Uh, good morning, everyone. How are you doing? Morning. I'm good, thank you. Excellent. We're all very well, thanks. So what's the plan for today? What you got going on on a Friday? Well, I'm going to plan on doing, well, starting the Christmas shopping and finishing it all in one day. Oh, it's a glorious day if you get it all done, Gab. Nice. You have our full support in your mission. You really do. Um, so if you win a £250 Wix gift card, what are you going to do with it? Well, I'm actually moving the week after Christmas, so... Um, I, I could spend it ten times over because uh, I have lots of decorating to do. Lots of decorating on a new home for the new year. Well, that's just lovely, Gab. A fresh start. So, are you a fan of kind of cheesy Christmas cracker jokes? Uh, yeah, I'm, I always read the jokes up in the cracker, and you know, I, I do have a good bit of cheese. Okay. <laughs> Why do you think you, I listen to your breakfast show, Dave? Uh, thanks for that, Gab. Um, okay, so to win the gift card, what's the punchline to this Christmas cracker joke? What happened to the man who stole an advent calendar? He got 25 days. <laughs> well done, Gab. Excellent stuff. You have won the gift card. Do you want some more Christmas cracker jokes, Gab? Should we do them while we're here? Yeah? Yeah, let's do them. You can use these, use these as your own. Okay. Uh, why does Santa have three gardens? I don't know. Why does Santa have three gardens? Well, thank you. Play along, Gab. Thank you. So he can ho, ho, ho. <laughs> that was ho, ho, ho grown, thanks to Emma Jones at the end there. Um, what kind of motorbike does Father Christmas ride? Um, I don't know what kind of motorbike does he ride. <laughs> A Holly Davidson. <laughs> Oh, uh, and fine, you're actually laughing at that, Gab. Wow, OK, we've set the level. Uh, what is the best Christmas present in the world? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Find out after... No, no. no. It's, <laughs> it's a broken drum. You can't beat it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> OK, Gab, listen, good luck with the move. Good luck with the Christmas shopping. Thank you for tuning yeah. in. We'll speak to you very soon. Lovely having you on the show. And that was all thanks to our good friends with DIY Benefits Wix, where right now you can shop their range of perfect Christmas gifts, all under 50 quid, workwear, screwdriver sets, power tools, the works. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It's a Friday morning, which of course can mean only one thing. It is time for Emma Jones to read your news. Thanks, Dave. I'm Emma Jones, and joy to the world, the news has come. Mm. Our top story this morning is that of Neil Bradshaw of Buckinghamshire, who was abruptly interrupted while recounting the story of his Whamageddon woes on the Dave Berry Breakfast Show <laughs> earlier this week. This is the moment that, for reasons unknown, Neil was cut off. 
You were having a nice pub dinner with your with your partner, and it was all going very well, I believe. It was. It was lovely. Uh, she decided that she wanted to go out for dinner rather than stay in, just get out and... Good for so her. Booked a... Fair play. Have yeah, a substantial we... meal. Yeah, nice. Please hold. Neil? Yeah, sure we will. Take your time. Neil joins us on the phone now to help shed some light on what happened. Morning, Neil. Good morning, Emma. It's a pleasure to be on the show. Please hold. <laughs> Emma? Oh, not again. Emma, where have you gone? Am I the only one on air? <laughs> well, I guess that means only one thing. It's just gone 7am, I'm Neil Bradshaw and this is your news. Up first is the story of how, late last week, while attempting to enjoy a meal at the local pub, I was brutally whammed by none other than my own wife. It all started when... Please hold. (laughs) What on earth just happened, Neil? Neil, are you still there? Hello. What's going on? No, not you, Vardy. You've had your 15 minutes. Anyway, in other Whamageddon-related news, we cross over live to a press conference where, after being tragically whammed not once but twice, 15-year-old Eloise Tunson is giving a statement about her experience in the hope that it might help others to remain vigilant this Christmas. I regret to inform you that on Tuesday the 15th of December, around 10.30am, I was whammed in a science lesson, twice. A double whammy, if you will. This is annoying for a few reasons. Number one, the other day when Ben Burrell gave a warning, I managed to turn the radio down in time. Number two, I have been taking this very seriously this year. And number three, it has made me dislike science even more. Although I am out of this year's game, I am not defeated. I will come back next year a better, stronger person, and to my fellow competitors I say this. May the odds be ever in your favour. And finally, news of great jubilation emanating from Thaxted Fire Station in Essex, where I'm hearing reports that the mess manager has finally remembered to buy coffee for the coffee machine. This news comes as a great relief to the crews of Essex County Fire Service at Station 86, who can once again function at peak performance. We're joined by fireman Andy Simpson, who can tell us a little bit more. Uh, morning, Emma. I'm happy to report that after seven weeks without caffeine, I'm now copied up to the eyeballs. You might not be able to tell from the tone of my voice, but I've had definitely too many coffees and I'm utterly exhausted. Not only can I currently smell colours, but I'm also absolutely convinced that I'm going to crash any second. <laughs> OK, thanks, Andy. That's it from me. I'll be back shortly with the real news. On a Friday morning, they cried out for the social ammunition and Matt answered their cries. Mm. Matt, what's going on out there? Well, uh, we have news today of a very unexpected musical collaboration. Uh, Spiteri spitting rhymes with the Wu-Tang Clan. Oh, hello. Yes, that's right. Charlene is my homegirl, says the headline on the article in The Guardian. How Texas and Wu-Tang Clan became pop's weirdest pals. Uh, did you know about their history together? No. Charlene Spiteri and Wu-Tang Wu 
Wu-Tang Clan, the right. soft rock Scots and the hardcore New York rappers have been mates ever since they shared some studios in New York in the mid-90s. Apparently she was, like, they, they were working in separate studios and uh, uh, she sort of fell in and became friends with RZA, ODB and the rest of the gang. Wow. And then they ended up performing together at the Brit Awards in 1998. This happened at the London Arena, which doesn't exist anymore. As the, what is it, the, the Excel Centre, I believe, out in, in the Isle of Dogs. And uh, and there was I don't remember this collaboration from '98. I must admit, but it was it was Charlene Spiteri singing a Texas hit with Method Man. Spiteri in the house. Wow. Oh, I like going, that. Oh, yeah, I like yeah, it, so it works, doesn't it? She kept going, ah, ah, doing that weird <laughs> thing. But she was on the song, I remember. It used to go, ah, ah. But it was a strange, strange collaboration uh, that uh, I didn't expect to c- carry on, but they've stayed friends. Right. Friends <laughs> they've, been, they've been friends for years. This is lovely. Yeah, I know. It's amazing, isn't it? It's I like mean, we're checking in on Spataria Method yeah, Man. That's and, lovely. And so they've decided to work together again. Uh, and they've got a new song coming out, Texas and Wu-Tang Clan, called High. Here it is. We got high, 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 high. Yeah. We got high. We got high, 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 high. Up, up in the sky. We got high, 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 high. We got high. We got high on love. Do you think that's yeah. a nod to what they got up to in New York? <laughs> <laughs> it might. No, they say the it's buildings definitely... are very tall there. <laughs> they are. Yeah, yeah, it's high buildings. The studios and it's are all high on house. love, but just, just bizarre. She sort of seems like your sort of auntie who's, who's, re, you know, gone out and gone started clubbing again in her, in her forties. <laughs> it's just a strange, strange collaboration. But it's. Are you saying that Charlie Spiteri's a bit beveragino, Matt? Because I won't, I will <laughs> not hear of it. How <laughs> dare you? This is what happens when beveragino meets the Wu Tang Clan. I never expected this to happen. I'm blown away by it, but I think. Fair play to them both. Sounds good. Why not? I, I like it. I think we should start playing it. And uh, I'm all in favour of this. This coming together of two 90s heavyweights on the social ammunition. You'll be talking about it later and I've saved you data. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show with Wix. From batteries to extension needs, sellotape to cable ties, shop all the Christmas essentials you always forget. Wix, let's do it right. 7.36 on your Friday morning. Time for the final big Christmas movie quiz of the week. You guys have been playing along and going good guns, may I add. Got five questions in front of me right now. You have gathered your friends, family members, work colleagues around your device. Eyes down. Or is that bingo? Yeah, it's ears right. Eyes down. Ears up. Yeah. Get your dabber out. Here we go. Can you name the Christmas movie from this tagline? Their Christmas will turn the town upside down. Their Christmas will turn the town upside down. It's a Christmas film I haven't seen before, I must admit. Mm. No? Okay. That wasn't a clue, by the way. I don't expect you to know all the Christmas (laughs) I haven't seen. Oh, it's one you haven't seen. Of course, I know what it is now. Question two. What are the names of the wet bandits in Home Alone? Oh, of course, they became tough. the sticky bandits in Home Alone 2 Lost in New York. But what are their names? What? Oh, their individual tough. first um, names. Yeah, whoa. Joe Pesci will not be accepted as an answer. Oh. No. Question three. It's a Wonderful Life 
is considered the greatest Christmas movie of all time. But in which year was it released? In which year was It's a Wonderful Life released to the world? Wow. You two aren't doing very well. No, this is is really hard. (laughs) (laughs) We're not even being given options on that one. I think we should have been given options on that one. What, for the... For the year yeah, the an A, B or C. Yeah, okay, all right then. Nineteen forty-five, <laughs> right? Nineteen forty-six or nineteen forty-seven? Okay. Okay, thanks. Okay, thank you. There we go. That's good. That's made me realise I was out by about two decades. <laughs> that was ten years out. Yeah. None of those are right. The options I gave you, you just asked for some options. So it was released in nineteen seventy-two. Where were we? Oh yes. Which Christmas movie is this clip taken from? Here we go. It's the audio round, everyone. The audio round. Gift undelivered. They got nothing. Mm. A child's been missed. Not necessary. <gasps> A child's been missed. Do you want to wake up the whole North Pole? Good idea. A child's been missed. So which Christmas movie is that taken from? Your faces have not improved. <laughs> Sorry, let me rephrase that. The expression on your faces have not improved. I'm not calling you both ugly or anything. It's the your English faces... accents that are yeah, throwing yeah. me. Oh. OK, OK, the English accents. <laughs> and, of course, every day in the lead-up to Christmas, Channel 5 are playing a Hallmark straight-to-TV Christmas movie. But which one of these is the correct synopsis taken from the Channel 5 website for the movie My Christmas Love? And it's a particularly tricky one today. So... The synopsis for My Christmas Love. Is it A, a single woman sets out to discover who sent her gifts? Or B, a single woman has a blind date on Christmas Eve? A or B? (laughs) They are your five questions on my big Christmas movie quiz this morning. The answers are coming next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. 7.43, time to give you the satisfaction of the answers to my big Christmas movie quiz. Chomping at the bit to get them. Emma Jones, out of five, what do you think you've done I today? think it's a zero for me. Zero? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. The same as you, Matt Dyson. Possibly one. Wow. Possibly, Possibly one. Possibly one. Okay, well, let's hope you've done better out there, shall we? Question one was, can you name the Christmas movie from this tagline, their Christmas will turn the town upside down? I guessed at Christmas with the Cranks, but I don't know. No, I didn't have a clue. Emma? You've guessed correctly. No! Yeah, you have. Christmas with the Cranks. Oh, yes. Congratulations. What are the names of the wet bandits in Home Alone? Of course, becoming the sticky bandits in Home Alone 2 Lost in New York. I think... I know so many people out there will be going, oh, I've got one, but I can't get the other. I don't ever really remember. I've seen them recently. I don't really ever remember them being referred to by their names, but obviously they did. I just guessed at Ray and Jimmy. <laughs> no okay. idea. Okay. No I went for idea. Larry and Barry. <laughs> I thought they might rhyme. It's yeah. Harry. <gasps> you got Harry. Larry, Barry, and Harry. Harry and Marv. Marv. Oh, I did know yes. Marv. Yeah. Yes, yes, his name is said Pesci more frequently than Marv Harry. Yeah. He does, You're yeah, right. exactly. Damn. Okay, It's a Wonderful Life, considered by many to be the greatest Christmas movie of all time, was released in which year? Um, I had my arm put up behind my back and had to give you three options. They were 1945, 1946 or 1947. I went down the middle. Yeah, I did, 46. 46. Yeah. A point apiece, yes. 1946. Uh, which Christmas movie was this clip taken from? Gift undelivered. They got nothing. So there we go. Yeah, I, d- I didn't know. I guessed that after Christmas. I d- couldn't even make one up. I had no <laughs> idea. <laughs> what, not like Channel 5, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> 
It is after Christmas. <laughs> oh, oh, of course. Wow. Okay, Ben Burrell. Exactly right. Yeah. Ben Burrell's Christmas movie. Nice. Every day in the lead up to Christmas Channel 5 is showing a Hallmark straight to TV Christmas movie, which is the correct synopsis for mm. My Christmas Love. A real tough one here. Is it A, a single woman sets out to discover who sent her gifts, or B, a single woman has a blind date on Christmas Eve? Did you go for A or B? Well, I, ours always sound better and mention Christmas and give it some context, so I think it's A, because that's just the, the worst synopsis on there. Because yeah. Channel 5's website people are worse than our producers. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I put B, but I actually think that might be what producer Will wrote. The correct answer is... Aye. Yeah. Uh, Christmas love. A single woman sets out to discover who sent her gifts. Yeah, lovely. You've got three. That's not bad. So three. Emma, what did you end up two. with? So you got two. I hope you got five out of five where you are. And my big Christmas movie quiz will be returning to The Breakfast Show on Monday morning. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show with Wix. Our stores are closed on Christmas Eve and Boxing Day to give our colleagues a well-deserved break. But we're always open at wix.co.uk. Always cheaper with Wix Trade Pro. 7.54 on your Friday morning. Welcome along to this, the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where, of course, real music matters, as does... Matt Dyson finally doing something for me instead of the other way round, which is what it's been for the last 12 years. Obviously, if you don't tune in from 6am, uh, you won't be aware of the fact I'm slightly disgruntled at the fact that Matt stole the Coldplay Christmas gift. Well, I mean, that yeah. was clearly meant for it me. Was, it was addressed to me, signed by the guys I, well, from yeah. the band on the, uh, the limited edition 7-inch vinyl of Christmas lights Ooh. for just me. Uh, Mm. Wait, but you know that's a mistake. Yeah, well, the record well, I mean, label yeah, have labelled sure. it incorrectly to yeah, you. Yeah, I'm not sure how it happened. But you haven't... But, you know, it, is, it, was, it was intended for me, it would appear. Anyway, I didn't want to... You know, it's been a difficult year. I didn't want to head into the Christmas period feeling any kind of hatred, but now I hate both you and Coldplay. Yeah. There's a lot of anger inside. Some unusual band to have beef with, isn't <laughs> it's, it? I yeah, it's going to be some vegan-on-vegan vegan action. The it most, really is. The most inoffensive band I, in the world. But I can't say this. I hate you, Coldplay. <laughs> I hate you so much. Uh, anyway, Matt Dyson did do something very nice for me yesterday and I was touched by the gesture because I know it took a lot of hard work. Yeah, I had the lofty digging. ambitions of finishing the year by talking to someone who had been to space. Not Tim Peake, even though he's great. Not yeah. the Russian cosmonaut we were offered, even though no. I'm sure he's also great. Mm. I wanted an all-American astronaut hero and Matt Dyson got me Clayton Anderson. Yes. He spent 166 days in space. 38 hours of those have been walking through space. Yes. Because of the time difference I got to interview him from my kitchen table yesterday afternoon and yes Clayton or Clay as we're now allowed to call him will be showing his workings next on the show the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast absolute radio it's your Friday morning you're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on absolute radio where real music matters as does giving you a chance if you have a very interesting job to share it with the group and my dream was to speak to someone who had been to space. I wanted an astronaut, and I wanted a kind of all-American hero astronaut. And it was a kind of early Christmas present from my dear friend Matt Dyson. Yeah. And, man, you delivered. Yeah. I don't want to let you down on Christmas, Dave. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want to see the look on your face. So Thank I you, had mate. to really dig deep. Thank you. And go all out on this one, put a lot of research time in, but with some help from producer Sam. But, uh, yeah, and we did it, I think. Well, I appreciate all your efforts. And yesterday afternoon, because of the time difference, I got to sit down at my kitchen table at home 
and this happened. What's your name and what do you do? My name is Clayton Anderson. Some know me as Astro Clay and I am a retired United States astronaut. An astronaut Whoa. on the breakfast show, everybody. Oh, they said it huge. couldn't be done, and it has <laughs> happened. I am thrilled. Um, Clayton, well, how shall I address you? Are you Clayton? Are you Clay? Are you Commander? Are you Sir? What, what shall we go with? Uh, hey, you usually works the best. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, you spent 166 days in space. 152 of those days were spent on board the International Space Station. That is a long time, Clayton. So my first question to you, as it has to be with this breakfast show, is what's on the space playlist? What songs do you take with you? Oh, uh, you know, that's a good question. It's interesting. I love music, but I don't consider myself uh, a music aficionado. But I was a big Anya person and don't laugh i love it wow, wow. So i would put her stuff on really loud and i would fill the lab module on the station with her music and then i would just float around it was actually really cool wow so enya in space is in the top five things i thought i'd never say out loud clayton so thank you very much <laughs> yeah. indeed for that and wow. i think that's named the podcast right there that's good. um now clayton i don't know if this is true and i really hope it is but you have made the rest of mankind look really, really bad when it comes to romantic gestures because you did something fantastic whilst in space for your wife's birthday. Tell everybody what that was. It was 2007. Well, I knew it was her birthday was coming up in July. And uh, uh, at NASA, Johnson Space Center in Houston, I called some people from space and set up and found out that Susan, my wife, would be with a bunch of educators in a certain building that had access to NASA television and at the time she was going to have those people in, we set up that I would come live on NASA TV so that I could wish her a happy birthday and tell her how much I loved her in front of all of these educators. So it was pretty cool. She was surprised. And uh, uh, men all across the planet are now pissed at me because I set the bar to you. <laughs> Way you too have. High. Men, women, husbands, wives, boyfriends, girlfriends, partners, we must all try harder. Clayton, what's the best and what's the worst part of your job, particularly the part of it that, that takes you into space? Um, well, getting to space is cool. I mean, it's dangerous. It can be deadly, as we know. But it's so incredibly exciting and so incredibly dynamic and, and unique that everyone should have a chance to experience it someday, right? Sitting on uh, explosive chemicals is always a smart thing to do. Um, <laughs> and I think that as it goes, you know, people dream of being in space. They don't necessarily dream of how they're going to get there. And, of course, that is one of the most exciting pieces of that puzzle, getting to space, living in space, and then coming home from space. So uh, the worst part for me was, I didn't want to mess up. So when you're on the launch pad and you're part of a seven-person crew that I was on the shuttle Atlantis, I knew that I had roles to do. They were small. They weren't real critical, but I didn't want to mess them up, right? I, want, I didn't want to be the guy that they said, God, that click. oh, man, he messed it up. You know, I didn't want to be While that. While you're sat there going, sail away, sail away. <laughs> <laughs> That's very nice. I like that. Um, so, you know, there's anxiety. I never had fear, but I had anxiety. And most of that was because the astronaut prayer is, dear Lord, don't let me F this up. So um, that those words were foremost in my mind, I guess. 
You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show, where I am thrilled to say showing their workings is an astronaut, an astronaut in the perfect shape of Clayton Anderson. Clayton, just reading up about you, um, I mean, you've achieved some incredible things. Uh, You were um, in popular sciences. You had one of the best astronaut selfies ever taken. You were awarded that. And you were, and this is a fantastic uh, accolade, you were outstanding young man of America in not only 1981, but also 1985 and 87. So what are you most proud of, Clayton? Well, certainly not those last two, because all you have to do, is, it turns out, is agree to buy their stupid book. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? It's meaningless. We admire the honesty. Okay. Um, so what are you most proud of then? Because it's an incredible life that you're leading at the moment. And we'll get into what you do at the moment a little later on. So, so what is that? What is that proudest moment? I think I am most proud of the fact that I am the first and only astronaut ever selected from the state of Nebraska in the United States. Uh, I am also the first and only astronaut who ever attended Iowa State University in Ames, Iowa. And my Midwest upbringing and my small town roots uh, are what I'm the most proud of. And I applied to be an astronaut 15 times over 15 years and was rejected first 14 tries. So I think all of that coupled together, small town kid from the Midwest, first in the state, and and maybe I I may be the only one ever, you know, (laughs) after... After 167 days of me in space, NASA's probably saying, don't ever pick anybody from the press. <laughs> I mean, oh, there's a, an incredible lesson there. I mean, not necessarily if anyone listening to this is, wants to go to space, but the idea that you were rejected that amount of times by NASA, but you kept on reapplying until you finally nailed it. That's such an incredible and valuable life lesson to, to pass on to everyone, Clay. You must be very proud of that. I am, and I tell people that no one should ever tell themselves no. So during that, all those rejection years, you know, people often say, well, you know, I'd be an astronaut, but I was going to apply, but my eyes aren't good enough. Well, how do you know? I couldn't hear. I was too short. I was too tall. Let them tell you no. Don't tell yourself no. I believe that you have to bring your passion with you. You know, some people say if you're passionate for the job, you know, you'll get the job, but that's not always true. If I wanted to be a a singer, and I can't carry a tune in a bucket, it's going to be really hard no matter how passionate I am to become a singer someday. So I hope you're listening to this, Matt. Are you learning? Yeah. See, just give it up. Yeah. You're never going to be yeah. a singer. Okay, okay, okay. I'm, I hear you. But, Matt, you can bring your passion for singing with you to anything you choose. Yes. And if you apply that passion with your personal skill set, then who knows what you can do. Which is what I say when I do Enya at karaoke, when I do Sail Away, Dave. You love it. And you say you always love it. If you heard him butcher your favourite band, I'll tell you what, you would be saying something very different. Let me tell you, Clay. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's a Friday morning where, if you're just joining us, Matt Dyson has given me an early Christmas present. I am talking to an actual astronaut. I did it from my kitchen table yesterday afternoon because of the time difference, and this is what went down. You talk about being sat on all those chemicals, being launched up hundreds of miles, popping through the atmosphere into space. It's zero gravity. You've got to dock with the International Space Station. So there's all of that stuff um, for a mere civilian like myself to, to, to ponder. What, when you're actually in that situation, is the scariest moment that you've encountered? Have you accidentally unclipped and almost felt like you're floating away? Or what's happened, Clay? 
Well, none of those moments that you described were scary, you know, launch and, and all that and unclipping out of my chair when the engine shut off and I was weightless for the first time. None of that was scary. The real scary thing for me was the first time I had to do number two on the shuttle toilet. That was <laughs> This is, well, yeah, oh, I mean, wow. you're part joking, but also I imagine it must be quite a daunting... It must be hard. Does it float away or what? Well, that's the thing. You don't want that baby Ruth sailing across the cabinet. <laughs> a charming American colloquialism there, Matt. <laughs> you don't want that baby Ruth floating away. Um, I, I imagine that is quite scary. Clay, listen, give us the most impressive fact about space that is guaranteed to blow our minds, one that everybody listening to this right now can take with them and, and use at the pub and kind of claim as their own what's a really impressive space fact the temperature swing outside the space station is from 250 degrees fahrenheit to minus 250 degrees fahrenheit the local uk kids can convert that themselves um <laughs> i think wow. the other thing that's impressive is the station goes around the earth once every 90 minutes, traveling at 17,500 miles per hour, which is five miles every second. So, wow, these are big facts. Um, Clayton, I think we've taken quite a lot of your time up. I do need to know, though, and I, and I mean this, do you believe in aliens? Yes, I do believe in aliens. I believe that the universe is huge. It's near infinite. And if you think about the human species, the only intelligent life, and someone questioned the intelligent part, but the only life that exists on our planet, in our solar system, in our known galaxy, and there are billions of galaxies in the universe. So I believe that if the universe was a huge pizza and the human species was on one crust and the furthest we've ever been is to the moon and back with a human, what if on the opposite, directly opposite side of that pizza crust is another species doing exactly what we're doing? Mm. What would it take for those two species to meet at the pepperoni in the middle of the pizza? Oh, nice. Oh, You're covering off a few analogy. of my favorite things here. Yeah, yeah. it's a great analogy, isn't it, Matt? <laughs> right, um, yeah. Clayton, and is it stuffed Anderson, crust? Is it stuffed Mike, don't crust ask questions, is, don't follow don't up don't questions about the pizza. You'll make them about space. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Clayton Anderson, it has been nothing but a pure pleasure having you show your workings on the show. You are an astronaut, clearly a well-traveled, intelligent family man. You're an author, a motivational speaker, a professor of practice at Iowa State University, and you are our new hero. Uh, send our love to the family, Clay, and thanks very much indeed for your time. You bet, guys, and same thing right back at you, and thank you for the opportunity to speak with everybody today. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Oh, it's going to be a Merry Christmas. For we have just received our first wave from the people who reside opposite the studio windows. <laughs> Emma, yeah. we've been trying to get any kind of contact with them for months. I've been looking at them for uh, every morning. Creepy. For, They've yeah. said, who's that creepy yeah. woman? I know. Yeah. They never wave at me, though. But we now... Oh, now the baby's waving. Oh, hello. great. Oh, she's bringing the baby over oh, to the wow. window. Oh, oh hello. Hello. Hi. 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 They've been in there for such a long time. Oh, oh 
Yeah, yeah, producer Will's waving over. It's really nice. Really nice. Um, so we've been trying to make contact with them for ages, and now, well, we're the best of friends. Yeah. Maybe we feel all festive. It's nice, that, nice, isn't it? Um, speaking of feeling festive, well, someone who's brought a lot of cheer to the show in 2020 is our dear friend and listener, Peter Newell. He was a man who went back and listened to all the podcasts from the very beginning, and it is his 50th birthday today, so we oh. want to say oh. happy birthday, Peter Newell. Thank you for putting together the quiz for us. Oh, look, he's loved. He's loved, Peter Newell. Yeah. Oh, what a guy. There'll be another quiz from Pete in the new year, I'm sure. Oh, yes. Nothing beats answering questions about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and getting them all wrong, which we seem to do. <laughs> right, let's move on, shall we? And talk, well, the greatest Christmas song of the 1980s. Absolute 80s have been asking for your vote. It was a semi-final yesterday, and it was a big one because it was the Pogues and Kirsty McCall versus Wham's Last Christmas. The Pogues were successful, 64% of the vote, putting them through to the final against Shakey's Merry Christmas, everyone. That's the final. I'll tell you when polls open for your votes very soon. And speaking of Wham, well, on the way, it's all about you guys out there that have been Wham. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show with Wix. Refresh your bathroom for less. Shop our quick and easy ways to transform your bathroom. From new toilets to showers, accessories to mirrors. Wix, let's do it right. Whamageddon! <sighs> Falling left, right and centre. Everybody is getting whammed and you are getting whammed hard. Yes, the business end of the festive season now, isn't it? 18 days in. If you are still in, then congratulations. But let us know if you do get whammed at 8, 12, 15. However, today, just to mix it up a little bit, we are not going to read out the names of those who have fallen. Instead, I'm going to put on my wham ambassador hat and sort out a tricky family situation that involves Jamie on line one. Good morning, Jamie. Hello, Dave. Great having you on the show, my friend. So, tell everybody why you need the advice of the Wambassador. What's going on in your world? Oh, I was absolutely gutted yesterday. I pull up outside of my office, which is attached to my workshop. I get out of the car, and I normally go through the office, but I went in the workshop today, yesterday. I get halfway through the workshop, and I hear this song. I stop, I look at my dad, and there's a smirk on his face. I've just, I've just been whammed. Anyway, I was going to turn it off, but then I seen your car pull up and I thought, nah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you're you're saying that you might fire your dad over this. You say his job is currently in the balance, Jamie. (laughs) Well, it's going to be a horrible Christmas. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, pass the potatoes, Father. <laughs> why don't you get them yourself? <laughs> uh, OK. <laughs> right, Jamie, this is why you need the, the, the wise words of the Wham ambassador. And as I say, I am wearing that Absolutely. hat right now. Well, let me draw you and your father's attention to rule number five, Ooh. a rule that did not exist in the original Wham again rules, yes. a rule created by the Wham ambassador for this exact case. Any attempts to deliberately wham a friend or family member do not qualify, are not considered genuine. Jamie, it gives me great pleasure to say, you're still in wham again, my friends. Yeah! Yeah! It's going to be a merry 
family yeah. Christmas up your some da- place to say. Your dad can keep his job. <laughs> Lovely. He can keep his job and pass the spuds. Lovely. Um, Jamie, thank you for tuning in. Do send our love to the family and have a Merry Christmas. We'll speak to you very soon. Thank you. Can I just say thank you very much to all my staff who's done an absolute lovely shift to help them through all these lockdowns and when they've come back to work they've been amazing including your dad after yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely said, Jamie. Speak to you soon, man. Take care. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers, Jay. So, there we go. Jamie is still in. Are you out? Have you been whammed? As I say, it's 8 12, 15. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. And there we go, wrapped up in a neat little bow, a week's worth of live radio. Time to bid you farewell until next week, of course. And I leave you this morning with these words from Scott in Wigan. He says, Morning, Dave and the team. I love listening to The Breakfast Show. However, it is with great sadness that I must report I might not hear your show as much in 2021 due to getting a new job. I just wanted to say thanks for helping not just me, but the whole country through these tough times. And that's a lovely that's message very to get. Nice of Scott. From Scott in Wigan, exactly. Well, thank you, Scott. And well done on getting a new job. Good luck with that. Have a great Christmas. But remember, you can still listen to the show, Scott, by downloading the daily podcast. Yes. It's waiting for you there. You can even, like some listeners are, go back to the very beginning and listen to all the shows in chronological yes. order. Yeah, some people do that. And your bosses, your new bosses can't stop you doing that. They, no, can't, they can't stop you enjoying the podcast, Scott. Exactly, Matt Dyson. Well said. And, well, there's only one thing that we could name today's show. And that is, of course, Coldplay can go themselves. <laughs> Arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back next week and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.